Hello and welcome to Checking the Gate, episode number 56. I am Michael M. Patty. And I am Robert Wrights Desco. And on today's episode, we will be discussing the 2018 theatrical release, if you can believe that, Samson. And in TV Corner, the NBC live musical of Jesus Christ Superstar that aired on Easter Day. Yes, that was quite interesting. I think we're going to have uh, some surprising things to say about that. But uh, first, uh, let's let's look at Samson, and you know, uh, maybe we could finally talk too about uh, Paul, the Apostle of Christ, that yes. we saw. Yes. In but way back in February, wasn't I, it? I don't remember. Yeah, it was. It, it was a while ago, and we haven't found a way to work it in yet. But I think we can. There's not a lot to say about it. And it, it actually, now that you mention it, it kind of pairs well with Samson. Yeah. <laughs> so well, let's dive into it. The okay. the movie of Samson follows. Uh, the story uh, written in the book of Judges about Samson, and um, it actually hits all the beats that are yes. in those couple chapters in in the book of Judges. And that's it hits all the beats is a very polite way of saying it's by the numbers. Yes, not numbers, judges. <laughs> Bible humor. Forty five seconds. What do you in. Deuteronomy? <laughs> <laughs> and Man. this is Mike saying peace out. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, uh, my uh, my Jewish friends are gonna kill me. Anyways, uh, yeah. So Samson, um, I saw this in the movie theater. Um, me and a couple of the guys from church who went to see this, and instead of Black Panther, right? Right. Actually, yeah, it came out the same day. Yeah, um, I did see Black Panther later that weekend. Um, I think I saw it on Five Dollar Tuesday. But uh, that's I, a lot of value for five dollars. That's a that's a great movie. Yeah. Well, it. Uh, I well, I enjoyed Samson too. I actually enjoyed it. Remember? Well, I think you told me you didn't watch a show, but remember uh, the Adventures of Hercules starring Kevin Sorbo? I know of it, but no, I I have never actually. Yeah, watched it was. The show. It was a cheesy '90s show about. You know Hercules. That's and, why I and, didn't watch and, it. And and said demigod uh, runs around and helps people and you know beats people up with the super strength that is given to him by and uh, you know this spawned also Xena Warrior Princess and you know that that TV show. I think you could still find them. Um, oh yeah, they're still on, on TV. The, they're on streaming. Yeah, somewhere. And there's there's uh, one of our over the air networks of fifty five point four is. H and I, Heroes and Icons, is a TV station, and they play. They play in addition to Batman sixty six. Yes, and uh, like all four Star Trek. Well, actually, I think they put the animated series on. So all five Star Trek series, five of the six. Well, it, yeah. Well, I don't count. It was Discovery. good. Ah, uh, not watching it. That's that's a that's an argument for another TV corner. Yes. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, I mean, it was. It was so much like that. I mean, even like uh, Samson's, uh, I think, brother, which they invented, a character they invented for this, uh, <laughs> was like Hercules' sidekick. And, and yeah, it was so much like Hercules that, um, you know, I heard, like, as we left the theater, I heard some other people say, oh, yeah, that was like really cheesy, which was like Hercules. So, 
so yeah, I, I don't think we need to go over the plot of this. I, I mean, if you really want, it would take you like five minutes to read those few chapters of Judges. But <laughs> there's five minutes of content that they made this movie out of. Yeah. Oh yeah. boy. Yeah, yeah but it's... but the the thing is, they do they did flesh out some of the ideas, like like at the very end, like why does Samson lose his strength when Delilah cuts his hair? They kind of explain. It goes back. Yeah, that was a big that was a big plot point that he had to follow the rules of his sect. Yeah, well, it's not quite a sect. It was it's a Nazarite vow. You could find okay, this right. in in Numbers chapter 6. So there's there's your numbers. Okay. Um <laughs> I apologize for using the wrong word just now. It's been yeah. it's been a week since I saw the Yeah, movie. it it's uh, like if you want to like take some time to really consecrate yourself or maybe hermit yourself for a while to you know, spend some time with God, you take this Nazarite vow where you wouldn't drink wine or eat anything unclean or touch anything dead. You would not cut your hair at all. These were parts of this vow, and it was mostly a temporary vow. You take it like for three, five, six months, and then at the end of your vow, you would you know, cut your hair and I guess go drinking, and then uh, you would you know, carry on with your normal life. With Samson, and also like in the New Testament, maybe uh, John the Baptist, they took this vow. Actually, their their mothers took this vow for them, where they were told by God or an angel to follow all these rules, so their unborn child would never ever, even in the womb, not even break these rules. So that's that that they kind of flesh that out a little bit in the movie. You know, where he says, well, I've broken two of these vows. You know, if I cut my hair, then, you know, God's blessing will leave me. So that, that kind of made that more, because that's not really explicit in the Bible. They did shortcut a few things. Like there was, like Delilah tries to trick him three times, but that would be kind of overkill in a movie. So they, can, yeah, they, they did spent, like one and a half. <laughs> they, they spent too much time. I And I assume this is in the Bible. The whole thing with him killing the lion and then telling the riddle about it. Yeah, yeah that's in there. That made... It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. No, no. It, it's one of those things where you you when you're reading the Bible, you're like, "Why is this in here?" <laughs> you I know? mean, uh, if if Noah could invent rock monsters, couldn't this movie have left that part out to just yeah. make it right. like get get some other way for that dude to kidnap his wife? Uh, yeah, well, see, this is the thing: is they are pandering to the Christian audience and like, oh, everything in the story is in there. Yeah, but so they, they did the Peter Jackson job where they yeah. they put so much other stuff in, yeah. like like the bad guy, the 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 mustache twirling snidely whiplash yeah. guy, the the son of uh He's like a producer I saw in the credits, he's like a producer on this movie. Really? They I think they gave him a producer credit or something. Oh, yeah, maybe. But uh, yeah, he played the son of Billy Zane in in the yeah. movie. He he is a completely invented character. So <laughs> so they changed some of the stuff. Like like there's the part like I remember I was reading the story of Samson to my son Jared before bedtime because he's like, oh, read me Samson. I want to. So you know, I figured, oh yeah, he's a really strong guy. He knocks down the temple and everything. So I'm reading the part. And uh, and then after this, Samson went down into the town of the Philistines and uh, slept with a prostitute. Slammed the book closed. Good night, everybody. 
<laughs> so they they take this part. Remember where he's kind of tricked yeah, into going yeah, to brothel? He's like, I remember. I need somewhere was... to pray. Okay, this no, this is pure flicks. If all right? I if I had known what kind of house this was, yeah, that was all fabricated. <laughs> that was the story. Oh. He, in, I mean, the Bible is, you know, it's not too explicit in stories about too many of the beats. You know, you have to like. Like I said, they had to flesh some things out in this movie. This one, they totally whitewashed us. Oh, you know, the, boy. Like, no, it says he went to sleep with a prostitute. You know what they like in the Bible. Y- you know what they <laughs> sure didn't whitewash in this movie. All of the murder, oh, all of yeah. the righteous killing in God's name. Yeah, and they show him. I. I a th- this is a, a thousand people were yeah. killed, and they showed you every yeah, single one like of those thousand twice. deaths. Yeah, in in like two different scenes, because yeah. the, the the first time is I don't remember the specifics. I'm sorry, I I wasn't that impressed with it. And Robert's the Bible <laughs> scholar here. Robert's the one with the Bible master's degree. He's like praying to God for the strength to kill these people that he like went to their camp and then started slaughtering them. Because he thought they had wronged, like they said something bad about his mama or something. I think. Am I? I can't remember what the conceit in the story was, but see, the, in in the Bible, the judge was the the human leader that God picked to to kind of help his people out in times of trouble. Because at this time, Israel is a theocracy, where God. You know, we don't have a president or a prime minister or a king. God is in charge of the country. He's they had he's a king. running. They had Billy Zane. He, no, he was the king of the Philistines. So he was trying to like invade Israel and take things from them. And the judges were they were picked by God to kick out. Okay. You know, like like Gideon, he fought against the Philistines because they kept coming in and uh, harassing. The Jews. Maybe that's so, what it was. Y- I, yeah, but they don't make that clear in the it's, movie. It, it's it's modernized and Americanized. Like yeah, he he's they they're they're like the evil overlords. Like they already are governing. Yeah. The the long and short of it was he went in and murdered a bunch of fools. And in this movie, that was okay. Yeah. And and then and he's praying to God about it. You know, that just I don't know what the what the <laughs> audience for the it, it's is it. This, like the the far right, you know, yes, gun nut the, evangelicals who think, yeah, the people who voted for Trump. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that that part, I mean, it comes across like, oh, kill kill the infidels. Yeah. But in in the Bible, you have to understand that the the Jewish culture was so different than the cultures around it that everything about them were a threat to everyone else. So that's why they kept fighting them and that's why God had all these rules and laws uh, that we read about in Leviticus because he didn't want them to look anything at all like like any of the other Canaanite civilizations including the Philistines there was one kind of civilization there that did all sorts of horrible things including you know uh, child sacrifice and it, I mean when you put it in that context it's like I mean, in our standards, in uh, today's, like, Me Too uh, society, we would have been like, oh, yeah, just, no, God, you're doing us a favor by killing these horrible, horrible, horrible people, because that's what they were. And But, but when we read is, it... In, but this is today. 
And this yeah. movie was made, this movie came out this year. Right. We don't understand. We look at it now and we just see, well, God's telling these people to commit genocide. And that's that's a very modern argument against, like, the God of the Old Testament. Like, he's different than the God yeah. of the New Testament. That's what, I, that's what I wrote down. The, yeah. the, the real difference in Old versus New Testament ideals. Yeah. But they're trying to make him as much like Jesus as possible. Right. Oh, yeah. Did you catch all that Im- imagery there? Sure did. <laughs> like, when he when he took down the gate. I mean, that's, that's, that's in the Bible where he tore the gate off the hinges yeah. and dragged it up a hill but they made it look like it's it really like yeah. Christ carrying yeah. the cross up so the yeah this this really so. is for all the all the Christians yes. right now who want their Jesus to be a little more killy yeah <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is back and this time he's mad. <laughs> so yeah, he's, I mean he's pulling the nails out of his palms and picking up an AR15 and <laughs> yeah. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, um, y- yes, just... Jesus Jesus 2 directed by Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Thank you very much, folks. <laughs> uh, all right. I mean, this—it just—I uh, feel like this this would have fit in really well with it was it was really slick and really polished. The CG wasn't great no. for the for the budget it had, and the wigs yeah. and the beard yeah. were just. Yeah. Except for Billy Zane. Billy Zane's hair was perfect. <laughs> he didn't have any, did he? No, he didn't. <laughs> oh, he hasn't boy. hasn't had hair since Titanic. Oh, yeah. And uh it, it just I, I mean it was like the best looking cheap movie I think we've done on this. They've yeah. they've they've come They've come a long way since like the Kirk Cameron days. Yes, the production values have gone up. Like the the settings, the sets, and the the costumes were pretty good. Yeah, because yeah. there wasn't anything that like that way that popped me out of. I was like, oh, this is yeah. a movie. You and know, they like, got they got Rutger Hauer. Yes, who, who is a movie star, and they got Lindsay Wagner, who isn't, but she's a name. That she's a bionic woman. She's not a movie star, dude. Yeah, but she was on TV. You 40 had you years had ago. you had Roy Betty and the Bionic Woman. There was I mean, something poetic there, okay. and and they were the parents of Samson. So he's you know more human the, than human. The strength was in him the whole time. Yes. Anyway, I think there's. Uh, I I think we were the only people who got that, but <laughs> I think that went over. <laughs> <laughs> what I the the point I was going toward I'm sorry, was I'm sorry. it would have fit in really well with like the roundup we did in episode fifty, you yeah. know, with the Kevin Sorbo movie coming back to him, the Kevin yeah. Sorbo movie Miracles from Heaven. I th- that was that episode, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. It would have fit in really well with with that. And I I took a picture during the credits because I <laughs> Robert sent me some uh, codes from Coca Cola to redeem for a free rental on Fandango now. And uh, I dis- rather than going to the red box and paying a dollar seventy-five or whatever, I decided to not spend money and not have something to return, and I used that for this. So, yes, I made it through the credits to make sure I got my, um, <laughs> my free rentals worth. This photo play is based on events recorded in the Bible. 
Characters depicted in this photo play include both historical, biblical persons, as well as entirely fictitious or composited characters and events and blah, blah, blah. In other words, they can't just say that they made the whole thing up, even though, you know, it's... <laughs> yeah. Like, you have... I, mean, I I don't know what it says at the end of Titanic. Um, I know, like, Evita, I remember, says it's entirely fictional, even though... Yeah. Ava Perone and Juan Perone were real people. She never sang Don't Cry From Me Argentina. <laughs> you know, yeah. this this movie is completely fictitious, whether or not it was based on the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <sighs> because nobody has superpowers. <laughs> I like the fact that they did hit all the story beats that are in there, like where he tied the flaming branches to the foxtails and they ran through the woods and or not through the woods, through the fields and destroyed all the grain. That's in the Bible story. Yeah, the whole weird riddle thing. Um, after he kills the oh, like the thousand Philistines with the jawbone of a donkey, th- they didn't have him say the words, but in the Bible it says, I'm thirsty, Lord, and God makes some water for him to drink. That was in there, uh, but it was it, it was done weird. I don't know. Yeah, doesn't he say that to some guy? I'm th- now I'm thirsty. And then he goes and gets some water. No, no, no. He's he. It, I thought that was in the movie. Now that you mention it, uh, it was. This was like immediately after he he killed. Yeah, all, and he c- just kind of kneels down, and a, some water just comes out out of the earth. And he oh, that's drinking. what it was. You're right. Yeah. So, but yeah, most of it, like I said, it reminded me of Hercules because they they had this repartee going back and forth between him and his brother, who was kind of invented for this they said he had a family in the bible but they don't name his mother father brother or whatever so it included things but it added a lot of things too so like noah <laughs> it, it was like a, a, a no, not, that one not was, as well directed noah yeah that one was completely fictitious no. so yeah it, but at least at least with i'll say it again with noah and exodus at least you're getting real visionary filmmakers. Oh, 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 I got an idea. Yes. Let, let's let's take the rock monster scenes from Noah and edit them in to Star Trek V. And then <laughs> we'll make, get the rock... To make, like, the, the director's cut that yeah. Shatner wanted to do. Yeah. I'm sure we could find enough, like, Shatner fight scenes from, like, you know... Let's do it. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Anyways, so your your final judgment on Samson. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's it. Yeah. I you you I, wanted before the sh- before we started recording, Mike said he wanted to skip this movie altogether. That he didn't feel just, it was even worth talking about. It really wasn't. <laughs> We've done 56 of these now and <laughs> I, I, I did, I did enjoyed it for what it was—an uh, overly long uh, episode of Hercules. So, just and once, I, I, I like bad to... things. I like to watch <laughs> Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Like bad things. I do. I'm I a, like bad things. I'm Robert a terrible. I'm a terrible movie critic. <laughs> I enjoy watching terrible things. Oh, so. that that reminds me. You can have your disc of the room back. It's right oh. there. <laughs> okay, thanks. I won't be needing it uh, again. Yeah. yeah, it's the Rift Tracks version, by yeah. the way. So, but uh, but yeah, 
That's that's my judgment. It, it's okay if, if very conservative Christian. I think you'll enjoy this movie. Um, if you like uh, to riff movies like MST3K, I think you'll enjoy this one too. It gives you plenty of fodder. Just for that, make so. sure you have like two free hours that you're not gonna regret. <laughs> So. It was it was well paced. I it did it did move. I, that's the best thing I can say about it. Yeah. I was I was never sitting there thinking, "Oh my god, this still has another 45 minutes." Yeah. No, it it did it did move along. That's And yeah. Billy Zane was in it. I thought it was Pablum. I mean, it was it was good-looking Pablum, but it wasn't even t- a terrible movie. It was mediocre. So we had a chance to go see Paul, Apostle of Christ. I got like an email out of the blue from CCLI, which is the Christian Copyright License Incorporated, something like that. They make God movies. No, no, they don't. They they're in charge of the the music. Oh, like the music we sing in our church. They we have to like oh, pay okay. royalties. Okay, so it wasn't like so the producers. No, oh, no, it was it was mistake. this. Yeah, it was this. Other, maybe I think they worked with the CCLI okay. to talk to people who actually work in churches because they wanted to, they they didn't want any agnostics or atheists in, but I snuck one into the theater. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that clip too loud. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got this email saying you and a friend can go see this preview. So we went, and I don't, I had never seen a movie like, like this, it like, was, like a test screen. It was a rough cut. They showed, yeah. they showed a rough cut. Yeah, like Every they, other advanced screening we have gone to Atomic Blonde. Yeah. I saw I saw the South Park movie way yeah. literally decades ago. God, how did that happen? <laughs> how uh, was how was nineteen ninety nine nineteen years ago? I don't know. Because uh, only a few years how after the, that we saw and Attack, then of the Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones, which was which was complete. Yeah. It was it was the um press screening. But those were all you know, finished films like right. just in advance. This was this was an honest to god rough cut. It had temp. Uh, they had subtitles where dialogue was going to be replaced. They had subtitles where someone said something and then they were going to yeah replace the ADR. Dialogue. Yeah. yeah, it had unfinished special effects. Uh, there was a, a scene of an exodus where there were crew visible. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. But they were really trying to uh, drum up word of mouth. Like, they wanted us... I think what they wanted was, you know, Robert put down he was with a podcast and with a church. You know, they wanted him to go on his podcast. Uh, hi, everybody. And uh, <laughs> in, into his church and say, hey, we got to see an early screening of Paul Apostle Christ. It's really good. Everybody, They were really hyping up... Yeah. Uh, um, group sales. Yeah, because uh, they to yes, churches. yes, that they was were. their that was their thing. Yeah, because hey, they look, gave us. We have look, we've got Jim Caviezel. Remember him? He was in this other movie. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, frequency. It was frequency. <laughs> and um, yeah, that was the one. <laughs> and uh, um, we really think we really think your church group would like it. And. So and they gave out swag bags too. Yeah, they had that was, posters yeah. and it was a booklet. For, yeah, and for showing a rough cut, they they really came prepared. I'll give them that. Yeah, lots of information for you to you know sign up your church to buy group tickets and stuff. So I I did not 
I, I recommended it to people like word of mouth, but I didn't say, hey, let's all go see this movie. I honestly so. didn't mention it after the screening. <laughs> it was it was okay. It was very talky. Honestly, it was a little more entertaining than this than Samson. Yeah. But it still had the the, the made up uh, mustache twirling bad guy who. Yeah. Un- unlike in Samson, saw the error of his ways and came around to let Jim Caviezel help his sick daughter. Yeah, and, you know maybe the maybe the Christians aren't all bad after all. Yeah, it was fine. I yeah. Well, this one maybe we should do like a plot rundown because yeah, it, it, it is yeah. it's it has some elements that may have been in the Bible like here and there, but it wasn't based on a biblical story it, it is because uh, the bible doesn't tell us how paul died and there's scant historical references some people think that uh, he died in rome in prison some people think that he was released from prison and went on to uh, spain because he talked about that in the bible he in some of his letters he was saying i wish to go to spain to talk to the people there so um, but no one really knows what happened or how he died. So this movie is, is, uh, is it, it supposes that uh, Luke, uh, who wrote yeah. the book of Luke and the book of Acts, uh, visited uh, Paul in jail near the end of his life and um, got that story to write in, in, you know, his first account. Yeah. His firsthand account to write in the book of Acts. But instead of, instead of, seeing Paul's story in flashbacks, the movie is about trying to convince the Roman to let Luke help his daughter. Yeah. And and at the same time, uh, a group of Jews is trying to decide whether or not to take up arms against the Romans. Yeah, they're... It's, they're, it's everything but yeah. Paul's yeah, Apostle of Christ story. Right. They're, yeah, they're, that's like the, the C plot was... They they were Jewish Christians. They were Jews who had became Christians, and uh, yeah, they were trying to figure out: should we run from the Romans? Should we stay? Oh, did and, I say, and yeah. help people, or should we fight against them? Yeah. So it was. You're uh, right. You were right too. <laughs> I was less right than you. <laughs> well, it's, thank you. Uh, and again, this was months ago that I saw the yeah. movie. Yeah, it was a while. It was well, it was February, and we're in May or yeah. now end of May. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of supposition there. There's a lot of educated theological yeah. guessing, and it it had the the pace and the the flow of like last days in the desert that we did. A little you know, bit, yeah. just a lot of talking, like yeah, no action at all. Maybe a little bit. I, I dare say that worked for last days in the desert. That's what that's what that was about. Yeah, this movie for a movie called. Paul, Apostle of Christ, it didn't know what it was about. Yeah. It, it wanted to be about all three things, and it yeah, none of them is the none of them is the A plot. Right, it's it's three B plots, or or one's the C yeah, plot. Like yeah, yeah, and it's, and and when you when you talk about that, is those are the, like the Star Trek episodes like I hated the most, where it wasn't like <laughs> one. It wasn't like a main plot, and maybe they had like a little side plot that they put like five or ten minutes to. It's like family. It, it, it's like three different plots all family. going at the same time. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Ronald D. Morley is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it for what it was, and uh, it was it was an as as a theologian, 
it, it was interesting to get into Paul at the end of his life, and he's dealing with his uh, regrets and wondering, am I worthy? You know, because they bring up the line, you know, it, Christ came to, to save the sinners, of which I'm the worst. And they, they really hammer that point home that he feels like he's the worst because he he had persecuted people before he, yeah. and they you and right, he they murdered did, a bunch he murdered yeah. some kids right and i've seen some other reviews of this movie they were like well that's the more interesting story and then they show this a little bit of flashback in this movie how he persecuted christians he saw christ on the road to damascus and then converted to his biggest missionary so and Jim Caviezel does not play Jesus in the flashbacks, which no. is a, a crime. <laughs> that would be confusing. No, that would it wouldn't. be confusing. It'd be, it'd be stunt casting, which would have made it more awesome. <laughs> you know how much more attention this movie would have gotten if you they so, could have said. So you're saying Jim Caviezel was miscast? Maybe. <laughs> no, I'm no, I'm. He still could have played Luke. I'm saying, just for a second. He should have been a... He should have been, yeah. Just a quick... <laughs> like, uh, did you see the Lego Batman movie? Yes. Ray Fiennes was in the movie but didn't play Voldemort. Why not? You know, that's what I'm saying. You oh, got really? him. You got him there. Use yeah. him. Use yeah. him. That was kind of stupid. I didn't realize that. Borrow some like... borrow some wigs and fake beards from Samson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jim Caviezel was. They the, could have done that. You're Jim right. Caviezel You're right. was the best part of Paul. I thought he was very yes. charismatic as Luke, and easily the 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 name, the star, the center of attention. Yeah. But the truth is, for a movie called Paul, it really didn't have a lot to do with Paul. It was kind of like a Godzilla movie. <laughs> it's called Godzilla, but where is he? Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. All right. So let's. Yeah. So, what's your final judgment on this one? I can honestly say I really haven't given it a thought since I saw it three months ago. <laughs> I, uh, I I I think I could say the same. Is like it, I said, I I know. enjoyed it for what it was. And is it on VOD or disc yet? I believe so. Okay, I believe so because I know Samson is. Uh, if not, it should be soon. Yeah. Obviously, Samson's um, out to out to rent because I I rented it. Oh, and I I meant to. I meant to say this uh, before when we were talking about Samson. Um, I since you gave me those codes and I used that mm-hmm. to get this for free, uh, I'll consider that my make good for spending money on silence. <laughs> <laughs> which okay. which is now <laughs> on okay. on Prime Video. So 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 I'm forgiven. I'm forgiven. <laughs> but not forgotten. <laughs> oh, yes. Please don't forget me. All right. Well, I I guess it's time for TV Corner then. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, who are you, what? Have you sacrificed? That's I can just can keep going. That's actually pretty good, man. Thank you. Your your singing voice is is improving. So it, it helps. It helps when I'm passionate about the material. <laughs> no pun intended. Um. So yeah, we both. Oh boy. We both watched this live, and on it was on April first on Easter Sunday night, and yeah. Robert and I both watched it live, and uh, so that was this is the end of May. 
and it you know it's been almost two months i decided this morning i was up early come downstairs watch just like 15 minutes of it see a couple of songs get you know get back into the feel of it get get into the head space of oh yeah i remember what this was like i ended up watching the whole damn thing again (laughs) (laughs) i loved it (laughs) it was and some background um for our listeners who are not familiar uh over the last couple of years there has been a new trend where networks are showing live uh broadcasts of popular musical theater shows uh i think what was the first one um i don't remember what the first one was was it grease no grease wasn't the first one hairspray the sound of music yes it was the sound of music yes uh and they've also done, uh, they did a Peter Pan, because I remember Christopher Walken was in that, and they said it wasn't very good. Uh, they did The Wiz, which I didn't see because I'm not very familiar. I only know the Michael Jackson songs from The Wiz because I like Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got uh, Ease On Down the Road on my on my Michael Jackson playlist. Um, but I didn't watch the whole musical. Um, they've done Grease, more on that in a minute. Uh, they did Rocky Horror, but that wasn't live. That was just a movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's it, it's so it's a trend, and uh, I had seen the only one of these I had seen prior to this was Greece, and like I I knew some of the other ones had gone and done like just different like Saturday Night Live where they'll be on one s- stage and there'll be one scene and then it'll, you know it'll be multi camera, but then I saw Greece because I I really like Greece, and. They did. They were going outside. They had different set. It was it was dynamic. That they were moving around. Yeah. And it was it was big, and it it broke down like what barriers from what any other of these had done. From what I had heard, um, and I I really enjoyed it. And I I remember thinking, wow, they they could have just had this like set up on stage with singing and dancing, but instead they did this. So, cut to Jesus Christ Superstar, which I'm an Andrew Lloyd Webber fan. Like, casual. I'm not, like, a theater nerd or anything, but I do have season tickets to our local Broadway season, mostly for Hamilton. But we do, in, you know, we're, we've enjoyed <laughs> it, and, uh, and we renewed for next year. And so I'm a, I'm a casual fan, but it's, it is something I like. I, I, I like Jesus Christ Superstar. I'd seen the movie... I listened to the soundtrack over the years. Uh, I, I'm a bigger fan of like Evita and definitely Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, not Cats. Cats is terrible. Anyway, no one's gonna argue with you <laughs> on that. So. <laughs> anyway, I wasn't sure what to expect because I heard you know it was gonna be on a stage. Musicians were gonna be on stage with them. And I thought, well, okay, they're doing it differently. They're not going to try and dramatize it like they do with Grease. I'll give it a chance. And, wow, was I blown away with the way, to use the same word again, they, the way Grease was dynamic, this was dynamic in a completely different way. Because it was up in your face. And they had the cameras on stage like moving around with the actors, showing the most important thing, cutting, showing the band when you know there was music playing, 
instead of just having lighting effects, they showed the people playing the music. They showed they spent a lot of time on the background dancers and yeah. uh, definitely on Jesus and Judas. Uh, John Legend played Jesus, and he was amazing. Um, they had uh, in the movie it was it's a Broadway singer who's still doing it. Ted Neely is still yeah. playing Jesus Christ uh, uh, on tour. Really, he's, he's wow. come to Cleveland. I didn't go see it, but yeah, huh. he's he's been here. Uh, um, they the, the guy who played Judas had been Aaron Burr in Hamilton on in Broadway, and he was incredible. Um, yeah, he was the real star in the show. Yeah, so no, I I disagree. I think it was John Legend. I think really? he was. I think he was really good. I'm not. I'm not even a fan of his regular music, but. I saw this, and then we saw La La Land like a week later, and he's in that. Okay. And so I'm thinking I may have to check his stuff out because he's he's talented. Um, Sarah Bareilles is Mary Magdalene. She was really good. She was. She, yeah. she wrote Waitress, which was one of our Broadway series that we went to. That was the first one we went to see. Production-wise, it was fantastic. And uh, Alice Cooper played uh did Herod's song he yes. was King Herod yes. and um I really liked how uh <laughs> after the song there were cast members on stage doing we're not worthy from Wayne's world yes which somehow was 25 years ago yeah wow. god I'm old <laughs> yeah well so was uh Alice Cooper yeah that's but, true uh, aren't, he, aren't we all 25 he, years yeah, older yeah he he chewed up every bit of oh, that yeah. set that he's was up done there that. And he's done that on stage he has been in Jesus Christ Superstar as King Herod before yeah this was and not he, a, a one off yeah but uh yeah it was a showstopper like, yeah literally he stopped the show to take yeah. it so <laughs> deservedly yes so i i take it you really liked it i yeah. really liked it yes it was and it just they made they made something that was forty some years old feel new. Yeah, you know it, nothing felt like oh man this hasn't aged well. Even non-religious people could be moved by the story. Yes. Well, oh, and and let me one more while we're talking about the cast. One more shout out: Norm Lewis, who played uh, Caiaphas, the chief Pharisee. Yes. Uh, yes. I know where you're going. Yeah. I saw him on. It was a concert for the 25th anniversary of Les Mis, and he's in that, and he played uh, Javert and was fantastic. Check it out. Oh, okay. That's on Hoopla 2. Okay, I thought you were going to say that he played one of the generals in Rogue One. Was he? Yeah. Oh, wait, not Caiaphas, the other guy. Um, Pilot, Pontius Pilot. That played... dude was in Rogue One? Yeah. I don't remember. I'm checking. Do you know what his name is? I forget. Typing in Jesus, this is the first result. Ben Daniels. Ben Daniels, yes. Okay, Rogue One. Oh, he was also on the Exorcist show. General Merrick. I, I don't remember him. Yeah, he's, he's an w- Imperial guy? No, no, no. He's uh he's one of the rebel guys. He he told um Cassian to go kill Yeah, there he is. We got a picture of him there. Alright, I I need to see Rogue One again. I don't remember this yeah. guy at all. <laughs> Or no, no, yeah, because, yeah, he was there, and he was also piloting, I think he was, like, in the A-Wing. He was a blue group leader. All right, he and he so gets blown up. In I, the... Maybe, I don't know. Okay. I Yeah, I, I don't remember him, sorry. Yeah. 
Well, I, you like this one. I did not. You didn't? No, I did oh, not. Get out of my house. Okay, bye. Bye. No. <laughs> and this is Mike saying peace out. <laughs> no, really, I, I, I never really liked this one. And it just watching this, this production of it, I mean, the way that they did a few things just really brought out some of the elements. It's, this, it's called Jesus Christ Superstar. But it's really about Judas. It, this this is really about Judas because everything, like you know, you're singing, you're singing the Jesus I mean, Christ superstar. Who are you? Who you say that we think you are? So I don't, I don't. But I the words, okay, but. I maybe we can find middle all, ground. All of maybe it, it. Maybe it gives them equal time. Yeah, to me, this is all from the point of view of Judas. It's a very human's point of view, like. Looking at Jesus and saying, "We, you're really not doing anything here for us." I don't think. And then at the that's, at the but end, that's his right. The whole point of the show, everything that that Jesus sings, is he's got. It, it does gloss. It's the last days of his ministry. It does right. gloss over his teachings, yeah, because it's about the weight that he's carrying from being the Messiah. It's not right. about being the Messiah, and and but it's, Judas it's, is Judas is the mouthpiece for better or worse. That's who they picked to say to tell the audience, "I've been your right hand man all along. This is what's been this is what's been going on." But yeah. it's it's about it's about the burden. Right, and and that's the thing is Judas was not his right hand man. That was Peter. That All was right. John. <laughs> okay, um, Judas was and Mary he was Magdalene, one of the twelve, but he wasn't in the inner circle. And Mary Magdalene wasn't really a prostitute either. But that's right. in here. That's right. The, yeah, just the one of the other thing. Because okay, so then yes, it is a signature song, and I can uh, sing that too. Yeah, no, please. All right. <laughs> You're singing ain't that good. Thank I'm you. sorry. Thank uh, you. You you yeah. You could do John Legend, but I don't think you could do Sarah Burrell's. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it's old school. It's Sarah Brightman. <laughs> but anyways, I remember listening like, to that like on at, vinyl. At the very end, John Legend is Jesus Christ. He gets on the cross. He's crucified. It, it is kind of spectacular. They pick the cross up, and yeah. it, these doors open, and there's... It's like it, a cross shape. It's, like, backlit, and he just kind of goes away. Yeah. And that's the last we hear yeah, of Jesus. Yeah, there is, there is no resurrection. then the last number, the finale of the show, no, Judas gets resurrected. He comes back, and he has the show-stopping number to end the show. Yeah. That's why it's like, this is about Judas. It's not he about He gets a resurrection. Judas. Jesus does it's, not. No, And the whole thing, it, it's, it's a very humanist uh, look at Jesus' life. Okay. It's like, what does he have to do? He's not really relevant to what we do anymore. You know, what about poor Judas? He, he, got, he got the raw deal. He was tricked into betraying Jesus. Look at this. You know, and it's, it's sympathy for the devil, you know. And I, I, I just don't like it. I just don't like it. I, I disagree. And it's a musical, it's, which is yeah. another. Mike, he loves musicals. I do not. I, I I like Vin Diesel. He does not. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're gonna have to a- agree to disagree on this one because yes. I I don't think it's about Judas. I think Judas is just a perspective. I think it's about Jesus, and Judas is singing about Jesus. It's it's to give the audience a a, a taste of what 
the humanist perspective of Jesus. I, I will agree with yeah. you that it presents that. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah. I I think it's a horrible misinterpretation of Jesus story. I, I think, think it's, it's an, I think it's an alternate take. Yes, I think it's a bad alternate take, like a deleted no. scene that shouldn't be included. No. Did you like did you like the music? Did you like the songs? There's a couple that were all right. Everything's all right. Uh, I walked into that one. <laughs> I walked into that one. Oh man, sorry. Oh, oh boy, man. Okay, so I'm on fire. You you win this one. I'm sorry. You do. <laughs> so is there your final judgment on uh, on Jesus Christ Superstar? Oh man, the, this TV production. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Can't wait for Evita. <laughs> Whenever they get around to that, yeah, I'll watch Evita, but I'll never watch this one again. Just I, well, I'm, I'm, I watched it again for you. I, I not this version, not the original version, not, not the stage have version. You, I never want to watch Jesus have Christ. You, have you again. seen the movie? Yes, I have watched at the, the movie. At the end of the movie, they all uh, Jesus is crucified. They they take him down, and then they all get on a bus and drive off. Yeah. I don't know I, uh, what the point of that is other than it was yeah. the 70s and it, it, maybe it, they were on drugs. That's like the ending to the Holy Grail. In Monty it Python and the Holy of. Grail. Yeah, <laughs> It just sort of end it. Yeah. But I, I will say, I will give you this, the the ending of this was so much better than the movie. Yes. It was it was, it was was a spectacular ending. So, and there, there was some cool things they did. Like, wasn't like they had like glitter or something on the table. There were like coins. They were, they were coins, and it looked like they were like yeah. swirl, like swirling around. Yeah, and there was some. There, there was some really good production values on that. And the music was flawless. You know, yes, performance wise, and for a live show, it was. Yeah, everything and that's went thing off you need without to keep, a hitch. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing you need to keep in mind. It's a live show, and there were. I mean, there were some flaws, like uh, like the the guy who did play pilot. His vote, he like the last note he sang was, was terrible. Yeah. I mean, his yeah. voice was just raw, and he just totally botched that. You like belted it out, and it came more like a, a horse, in, in, like, like a the, Nazgul scream, like the dream one, right? The first his first number. You're no, talking the about? the very last number that he's saying. He, like the last note he hit was it was like okay. a high note that was. It, it was I, yeah, the, the okay. low point of his. I of know his what you're. I know so what you're. Was, I know what you're talking went, about. I, <laughs> yeah, like I know what you're talking scream, about. Yeah, but uh, those that was just like uh, one of the one of the few technical things that went wrong. So, but he he'd probably been rehearsing this like for weeks. Yeah, several weeks uh, with all the technical and because. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I couldn't I, stop. See that? Yeah, that's one of the th- reasons why I don't like musicals because I've been in so many of them. <laughs> I understand the pain and suffering that goes into putting on a production like this. I, I could not stop. Even as I was watching yeah. it and enjoying it, I could not stop thinking about, man, they must have like really had to practice <laughs> where every all of those oh, 20 yeah, yeah. people that were on stage at one time had to be. Yeah, and to just to, to get everything to to be perfect, and yeah. you know what? Oh, I have not ceased to have been impressed. So everything, everything I felt about Samson, I felt the opposite about <laughs> Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah, I, I I will I will agree with you on this point. As the technical production side of it was, it was uh, above reproach. I mean, it was 
just technically very well done and very impressive. Content-wise, I wish I did something else. What? <laughs> co- compare it to that Tyler Perry thing from a couple of years ago. Okay, I will say it was better than All that. All right. Because that one was... It was rehashed songs. Yeah, it was... It was songs that really didn't go no. with the story, the passion like, story. Wasn't there an Evanescence song? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's the one that, um, what's his name from American Idol sang? Yeah, there's no Katy Perry in this one, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, there was. He's like the last song that Jesus sang yeah. in the Tyler Perry thing was a Katy Perry song. So, <laughs> so yeah, that that one was very sketchy and hit and miss. I mean, oh yeah, Daughtry, Daughtry yeah, was Daughtry, in it, yeah. and, and then somebody else sang his song. Yeah, which is weird. <laughs> oh God, why are we still talking? About oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry I brought it up. Yeah. So, I guess that uh, that wraps up this episode. What are we? Yeah. What are we gonna do next time? We didn't even think about oh, next God. time. I hate this part every time. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, for next time, uh, we are what are we what movie are we gonna do, Mike? Well, we are going to do the Netflix original film uh, starring Shiwatel Ijayafor. I apologize if I'm mispronouncing your name. Uh, the uh, Academy Award nominee from Twelve Years a Slave, who was also in Love Actually and Serenity. Uh, I was gonna say that's who I recognized him I, from. I was getting there. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, uh, it is called Come Sunday, and it is based on a true story uh, about a preacher whose congregation doesn't uh, like when he uh, decides to reevaluate the way he gives his sermons and what he focuses on and the messages that he delivers. Yeah. And it's got a good cast. Uh, Martin Sheen's also in it. Yeah, it looks very interesting. So, yeah. So, yeah. It's I, I... on Fire Up, Fire Up the Netflix and check out Come Sunday. Uh, in TV Corner, we're punting again because we just sat here for like 10 minutes and couldn't think anything. Yes. So, uh, all uh, right. So, show to be named later. Yeah. Uh, we'll think of something. Yeah. So, until that time, this is Robert saying keep the faith. And Mike saying peace out for real this time. <laughs>